It is the podcast, but on a field trip. We're on a field trip. My older sister has run off to Hawaii with her husband, and we have raided her house. I would have rather been invited to Hawaii than her house. Uh, her cat, she has one of those little house lions. It is a bangle. That. that is an expensive every, every time We've tried to film this podcast four times. Every time we get started, he finds something else to mess with. This time, cookie cutters. Last time, cookies. The time before that, the podcast mics. <laughs> but uh, we're going to just push through regardless of this crazy cat. What's his name? Sha la 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 la. Don't be scared. <laughs> Don't ruin the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> so, Corey, intro, quick intro of the podcast. Welcome to the Baking It Down oh, podcast. Oh, here it comes. Not, not chicken strips, <laughs> chicken nuggets. <laughs> we are Corey and Heather of the Sugar Cookie Marketing Group on Facebook, and I love to decorate cookies. But while I decorate cookies, I love to listen to podcasts, and thus the Baking It Down podcast was born. It hits the platforms every Tuesday. <laughs> it hits. It, it just slaps <laughs> a bit. <laughs> Lit. We try to get them out every Tuesday, and it just takes about an hour. Uh, last time we talked about skincare, so hopefully we'll talk about marketing some this week. Actually, Gloria had an interesting topic. I'm going to jump right into it. We'll jump it. right into it. It's all based off of a pun. So the, the pun came before the podcast topic. She wants to talk about whiskey business, things you may or may not be aware of that you're doing in your business that could put it out. Whisk. Whisk. <laughs> Whisk. <laughs> Let's start off with the age old. The, this is the one thing people love to argue they do. about. They the do. Most. Here's the one thing Corey and I are not lawyers, and we're not your lawyers, and we probably need lawyers ourselves, but copyright violations specifically got to bring in Big D. Big Disney. Disney. <laughs> Disney does not sleep. Why we sleep? Disney works. And they got a team of lawyers against you, little baker. But here's the thing. Disney cookies are requested so much. I, I feel like I get blame a Disney, Disney for making us fall in love with our childhood yes. and yeah. then having to grow up and be like, yes. snatch it from us. I, I tell my clients that I don't do Disney characters and it's probably not even because of copyright. It's because I can't do like little the character eyeballs. eyeballs. Yeah. And, and I would have to give free therapy sessions with anyone who ordered those cookies from me. So, yeah. Yeah. Look at Sid's eye from Toy Story 1. <laughs> I was thinking about the eyes when before CGI kind of mm -hmm. came around. Mm -hmm. um, but okay, should you or should you not do copyright? That is your business. And this is why it's called whiskey business. Now, you'll have people inevitably in the mudslinging comment on copyright mm -hmm. arguments saying that you can do inspiration or you can should never even get close or you can't even use the same colors or you can get, you can actually use the copyright but delete the photo or never take the photo or gift the uh, set in exchange for a donation. At the end of the day, only Disney's copyright lawyers are going to know what is right and wrong. But it is the whisk you take when you choose to flirt with copyright infringement. So a lot of people ask, well, can I recreate this, that, and the others? With back to school coming up, back we have a lot of college. I'm sorry, graduation. Graduation. Going to <laughs> They're school. going to Leaving school. one school. Going yeah. to another. Graduation. I don't do the graduation because big colleges do have a copyright on there. Or because you don't know how to write the letters. And which I don't know how I to write the letters. <laughs> <laughs> have you violated copyright? I have not yet. Really? <laughs> yeah. Would you? I would. Would you not? No, not so no, no, I not. Not where I have with, proof that with my saying. audience, I don't want to pick and choose what I say is 
good or bad. So mm-hmm. I just have done the blanket. I don't do copyrighted images. Okay, let's talk about this then. Let's say somebody's like, well, I get asked all the time. I know people do because it's asked. It's every kid's yeah. birthday. Party. Oh, I get asked every single week. Yeah, Spider-Man for yeah. a five-year-old. Yes. So let's say someone says, I want Spider-Man for a five-year-old and you want to make the sale, but you don't want to violate copyright. How would you handle that? I would say I can do a red number five and maybe a blue thing that says happy birthday. So kind of the inspired by, what do they call it? That, you know, the word that they're using that it's not the exact. I feel like inspired by is the inspired word I by you. Uh, another one that I saw was pretty interesting is make me a Disney princess and they only make the dress. But it looks exactly mm-hmm. like Jasmine just took it off. This is what I told my customer. I said, if I can hold up a cookie and my son yells out, Sleeping Beauty, we're way too close. <laughs> I would love to see. What is he doing now? He's just, Do they, can he's you guys just, hear the pounding of him, the yeah, lion? I hope the you can. It's insane. Hardwood. Um, yeah, the interesting thing about copyright is you'll be turning down a lot. But here's the thing: if you've been posting copyright uh, content, you all, you communicate it to your audience. Please come to me and ask me for this. And if your if your competitors are not doing that, oh, he's now taking the cookies off the shelf. This cat is very little for the amount of force he has. He's also got really really skinny legs for him to be causing such a ruckus. Okay. All right. Definitely not a Phoebe Weeby. <laughs> Sorry that the discombobulated <laughs> podcast is going, but this is our only option for today. Um, but back to it. If you've communicated to your audience that you're willing to do copyright, you're going to feel like cutting off copyright now, if you're saying, well, it's not a risk I want to take anymore, is going to completely sever your lead source. It will be a transition if you were saying yes and now you're saying no because you've got to recommunicate to your audience. Now, I'd hate to do this because you guys spend so much on your sets, but removing those photos would help deter people from mm-hmm. asking if you're... I know you send people who ask for copyright content and really just want it. That is so crazy. He just ran down He's the, on the stairs. He's on the way downstairs, yeah. yeah. The, I think he launched. launched. Yeah. I don't think... I think, I don't think, I think he did. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so you refer it out to other bakers. Yeah. And so, I guarantee you, if you take... If you took on copyright, people would start referring you out to that when it's just, hey, you can't... Yeah, absolutely. I, I tell my customers, like, hey, I'm not the baker for you, but I still want, I want you to get the set that you, you want, you know, you dreamt of, you know, your Spider-Man set. Yeah. I would always say first line of defense. Well, if you're doing copyrighted things and you're taking that risk, by all means, I'm yeah. not going to judge you. It's a, it's your business and nobody's going to come after me, <laughs> but they may come after you. But if you say, okay, well, I don't want to do direct con- I will do the inspired by, okay. I would say when someone's like, give me Spider-Man reincarnate and cookie for him, see if you can get them to err on the side of finding that compromise. I wouldn't do that initial, just, Hey, no, I don't do that. I would say, Hey, here's what I can do. Here's something similar. Here's what I can pull from inspiration uh-huh. by and really be that salesperson that still saves that lead. I mean, they already knocked on your door, so you spent the most money already. So you're telling me I did it wrong? So Corey's like, bad, I don't need your <laughs> <Yeah>. money. <laughs> I don't need anybody's money. I left you on red. <laughs> so yeah, I mean, at the end of the day, we're all salesmen, saleswomen in our own businesses, even if you're whisking it. Uh, and if you say, well, I don't want to whisk it, but I, I want maybe a little bit of that Disney type money. The I'd Disney dough. It's a lot. (laughs) It's hard to say no. Other things that I see. What are other copyrights that we see? We see a lot. That's Disney. I had a question about Pooh Bear. Pooh Bear, naked Pooh Bear is free. Yeah. But what if I do a Pooh Bear head and then when someone's like, that's copyright. I'm like, no, technically he's naked. I just did his head. Have you seen the head of the naked one? He doesn't look as he doesn't look like the cute clothed one. What if I just did a head on? <laughs> Why are you going to put a red shirt and just have, <laughs> hope no way? I don't know. How does that work? Completely three irrelevant topics <laughs> in one set. <laughs> if you connected them, that's on you, Disney lawyer. Uh, colleges are copy 
copyright copyrighted I copyrighted um what else is you have all the characters i know i get uh requests for the office a lot that um, is yeah superheroes also, yeah definitely any brand technically amazon you know I, I wonder even if you're making those amazon boxes i've seen the amazon box cutters which are super cute but using the amazon logo it doesn't belong to you and you didn't get permission oh, I know. Oh, uh, super bowl time is always a big copyright infringement because you can't even apparently say the word yeah big bowl game <laughs> someone <laughs> said Sunday. superb owl <laughs> <laughs> so yeah the copyright infringement options are everywhere whether or not you want to risk your business just make an actual assessment of what you're willing to risk. If it shuts you down completely, is that okay? Mm -hmm. If you say, yeah, I'm willing to take the risk that somehow this shuts me down completely, are you willing to have to deal with a lawsuit? In in the sugar cookie marketing group, have I seen one person say that they were sued? No, I'll be honest. I haven't. No. That doesn't mean it can't happen because I have heard rumors of it. I have heard Etsy taking down listings from it, and then you could get your Etsy account banned. Yeah. However, it must be few and far between that people are actually facing litigation. That doesn't mean it isn't a potential. Yeah. Most of the time, if you choose to violate copyright, I think this process starts with a cease and desist. But if you generate a lot of income, it may be worth maybe more uh, of a fight. Okay. It's okay. interesting. Or you risk getting banned from platforms like Etsy. I will say on TikTok, I saw a couple and they make Disney headbands. So what you'd wear to the park, you know, with the little two ears. Super cute. Super cute. But Disney has gone after them. Like they're in the courts. Yeah. I would find that, that would be crazy. And I'm sure that in their mind, it's just ears. Who's going to care? Yeah. But in Disney's mind, this is our intellectual property. I know that there's some law that you, if you have uh, trademark, you have to enforce it or you kind of lose it. That was a whole thing with Hook and Loop. You know? Yeah. Uh, yes. Uh, Velcro. Is that? Velcro. <laughs> if you have not seen that commercial, it is one of my favorites. They got a pretend group of choral singers to pretend they're lawyers and sing, please stop calling Hook and Loop Velcro because we're going to lose our Velcro <laughs> copyright because that's the brand name. Same thing you see with Kleenex. Uh, which is just tissues, and uh, what's the other one? Band-Aid, which is a brand yes. of bandages. Yeah. Uh, so, so again, if those businesses enforce their copyright, you got to respect that because they're doing what's best for them. If it's at your expense, will you put yourself in that line of whiskey-fire? whiskey Next one, allergen orders. Now, I know Corey had experience with this this weekend. Got I you did. out of an order. Are you trying to Are you trying to sell anything? You're trying to get <laughs> out of something? Apparently not. I got to... Everything Corey does, do the opposite and be successful. <laughs> there you go. Um, the thing is, a lot of bakers I see, and it's totally your business with what you do, will take um, someone that has an allergy and still bake for them, even if they don't have an allergy-free kitchen. And to be allergy-free is a lot more than like, you know, my pan didn't touch, you know, It's peanuts. quite crazy. Yeah. Um, fortunately, there's a Facebook Live coming up. What's his today? Today's the last day of February, so it'll 20. be in two weeks. Uh -huh. uh, if you're listening in the future, then you got to go back quite a few weeks. <laughs> but Kim is teaching it. She has really bad allergies, like severe peanut allergies, yeah. and she does uh, allergy-friendly. So she's teaching us an allergy-friendly live oh, nice. to really kind of understand what goes into Because she said, like, okay, Corey and I don't have allergies. I think you have an allergy I to sushi soy now. sauce. Oh, soy sauce. Sushi? It's, Most people have fish allergies, not soy sauce. I don't know. I had it the other day without telling you. I <gasps> said, I'll just take the business. Where? Like, whatever happened. Where'd you go? Uh, Kira Sushi in Ashburn. You went back to Kira Sushi? I did. I was hungry. But I ate, my, I opened my mouth really wide when I ate it. No issue. So ah. it was almost like the soy sauce touching my lips. Okay, and we think my mom has an allergen to the cats and my dad, but I almost think they kind of make it up. You know, like when a, like placebo, they believe it so yeah. much that it produces it, the yeah. allergen. 
Um, this can I'm allergic to though. <laughs> I'm allergic to his energy. <laughs> his chaotic energy. Um, but allergy friendly. So Corey got an order uh, from a nice lady up the street. Anyway, Corey's like, come Sunday, she didn't want to do the order. Asked the lady like, hey, we're still on for an pickup. The lady says, even earlier, can I pick it up? And Corey's like, oh no, that didn't go the way I wanted. And then she's like, oh, by the way, my kids have allergies. Well, for Corey, it was an alka spirula. She is allergic to money. Uh, but it's important to say that is a huge risk. Now, I did. Co- I created custom boxes for Corey just to uh-huh. test it. I think we used Box Genie. Yes. Um, but I added on the boxes that this is not baked in an allergy-friendly kitchen because I think it is so important when people do have allergies that they understand right. the risk. And what you don't want to do is put anyone who suffers from an allergy at risk because of your whiskey business. Yeah, what they'll go for is you and your business. And if you don't have the proper things that are protecting you, you are just leaving yourself out there. What she ended up saying, I said, oh, I'm actually not comfortable taking your order because I do not have an allergy-friendly kitchen. She said, well, you know, I have given my kids something from people's kitchens that isn't allergy friendly if you're comfortable with it. I always wonder, but when something, when it left, yeah. it goes left and not right, who's stuck yeah. holding the legal fine? I said, I am not comfortable with it. Shut up my oven and head it on to the California. <laughs> Where was looking for any way to not <laughs> yeah, be comfortable with it? That said, if you do get those allergy conscious orders or allergy free orders or gluten, I know is just, you got to really consider mm-hmm. what you've got to do to meet that requirement. And if you cannot meet that requirement so sure, I would say I wouldn't do it, but I would definitely have flip insurance, the insurance for cottage home bakers to make sure that you're covered. I'm a little even scared. I won't recommend someone to another baker that is not listed as, you know, allergy free. Um, because I'm scared that I'll still be attacked if something went wrong. Like, yeah, you know, know, Corey said to come to you and now my kid. Again, you guys are listening to two twins who aren't lawyers and speculating mm-hmm. from what horror stories we've heard from other people. This is an opinion. Piece. Yeah. <laughs> but if you talk to an actual attorney, I'm sure you get more definitive answers. Hopefully Kim will give us an inside look of what it's required to actually be an allergy-friendly mm-hmm. kitchen. Um, I think the best uh, allergy-friendly or allergy-free bakers are the bakers who have allergies. I know a lot of people's kids yeah, because have they're allergies. they're more cognizant, and they're, they're not bringing those ingredients into their homes exactly. at all. If your kid can't have peanuts, you're not going to have peanuts in your house yeah. unless you can do peanut-free. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's crazy. The cat's found something else, by the way. He's, starting He's in my bag. <laughs> that's, that's so insane. Yeah. I did wonder why that blind was yeah, drawn, and I, I lifted it up. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, playing dress-up. So this is playing dress-up, acting like a business, but not carrying the liability insurance that would protect you as a business. Now, my dad is obsessed with insurance. He thinks everyone needs it on everything. (laughs) I I don't know. He probably has every, he probably has the cats insured if we could guess. Um, I did have the snake insured. Weird. Why? Because he thought it would die? Uh, oh, just pet insurance? Like, so you could take yeah, it you and get like... reptile insurance, yeah. yeah. It paid out for nothing, so don't go. (laughs) Just risk your reptile. Um, But... When you put, when you have insurance, insurance is the biggest gimmick until it's not. Mm-hmm. You know, you pay into this thing. Gans yeah, it's annoying. Saying, it's I annoying. Pay in, Gans said, I paid into the auto insurance. I've never gotten an accident once in my life. Same. She, but when you do get in that accident, yeah, I, you I was in a five-car pileup on 395. If you sat in that traffic, you're probably still there today. <laughs> <laughs> it was probably eight years ago. The car that caused the pileup fled the scene. They suspected that he didn't have a, a license. Oh. <laughs> uh, so when the officers came, of course, most of the cars are totaled. However, my car was the last car. You were the last. That. I you were the caboose the right was, there. And the, they said, here's the caboose <laughs> price. So I looked at the insurance uh, charge yeah. years later. It had ended up costing for my fender bender. My car was only thirty two thousand in repairs on the other vehicles because wow. they had to, you know, 
I think the other people had to pay 5,000. Anyways, 32,000 paid out personally. If I had to pay that out myself, she would cry. Could you imagine? I think you would cry. And that's what insurance is. So when we talk about small business owner liability insurance, you'll hear people recommend flip insurance Mm -hmm. a lot. It's a brand. So go look with them. A lot of people have great success with them. You can ask your homeowner's policy to see if they would. Uh, I used to work in property restoration and I know that your homeowner's insurance company doesn't want risk either. Yeah, they don't. <laughs> so I'd almost go to flip instead of asking my yeah. homeowner's and policy. And it's not an insane amount of money that you're paying for it either. From and like hopefully and likely you'll never have to use it. But in that one, one small instance that you had to, the an ex-boyfriend I had, uh, Corey and I, one of our clients was an insurance agent. Uh-huh. So I was like, well, yeah, I like how you pick marketing companies, yeah. <laughs> which you write up my policy. So when I had gotten a motorcycle, he said, Hey, I'm going to, I do, I do believe in non-captive agents. I think that they can yeah. find you great mm-hmm. prices and write the policies in weird ways. So he said, I'm going to write you a policy. I'm going to include uninsured motorists. And I said, what is that? Like, not only am I paying what I think is a <laughs> giving for someone else. <laughs> yeah. Turns out a couple months later, Rob got, Rob ran into a car that ran a red light. Uh-huh. So Rob hit the car. With his motorcycle. And his body. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways, that guy was uninsured. Yeah. And that uninsured motorist policy absolutely paid. It took what could have been an extremely stressful situation, and it was like candy in a candy store yeah. of doctor tests. So in, in with the playing dress up, is that where we talked about like, you know, Venmo and all those things? You, yes. In the plating dress up, and it's, you know, when you're starting off as a hobby baker, usually you're not like, and I'm starting my business today. (laughs) It's usually people knocking at your door. Hey, I saw you made cookies for your daughter's birthday. I was wondering if you could make them for mine. And it kind of just takes you. Before anyone gives you the stink eye for not getting legitimately businessized, guarantee you they didn't either. They tripped into it just like everybody Uh does. You started doing it for fun. Somebody begged to place an order, refused to do it for free. For sure. That's how we all started. So if anyone tells you different, they're wrong. But they love to be like, you need to get legitimate. You need to pay your taxes. <laughs> yeah. Yes, we all need to pay our taxes. And then, but getting there is usually not as direct uh-huh. as. And today, I am in business. Yeah, and it adds a sense of a little bit of professionalism. If you're telling people like, "Hey, yeah, uh, pay me through Venmo, but just do friends and family," you know, and you, there's a level of professionalism that comes, you know, with the fact that if something goes wrong, maybe they could get their money back. <laughs> yeah, uh, consider the trust factor when somebody goes to pay friends and family for something, it says, warning, you are not protected. You'll never get your money back. So how long can you milk that train before you actually don't see that you're losing leads because they don't feel protected from you? So yeah, flying by night, skirting the things, under the table money, it sounds all well and good. And who doesn't want to keep more of their hard-earned cash? However, being a legitimate business is less risk than this kind of like under thing. Because you see some people get reported for not having the licensure, depending on your state, and then they get find mm. was it worth the whisk <laughs> you love that word don't the whisk. you <laughs> it's a whiskey business um okay this is this is my my risky business take break me off a piece of that business closure aka taking really long breaks and i know life happens but rare are the times that i see like a really popular like car like dealership yeah closed for three months because it got because the guy got a little burnout yeah. <laughs> so what i want to say is 
understand that burnout is a real thing and plan your entire year accordingly. Yeah. Burnout only happens because you it, the plan didn't plan. Yeah. It was, it's almost like you take on too much. And I hate when I see bakers burn out um, because it's preventable. Mm-hmm. Um, but if you do not protect yourself and your time and your self-care and things like that, you're going to end up being burnt out and you're going to take an extensively long period of time, a break, and then you're going to come back and it's like starting over. Imagine communicating to your audience that you are in business, you are consistent with your orders. However, at random times, you'll not be in business, but please come back because you will be back in business at a time that will be confirmed at a later date. Please order from me, but not right now, but later I'll tell you when, but it's not now. Yeah. I'd be like, okay, I'm going to leave her. She's right. going through some stuff. <laughs> I'm going to go to another baker. Right. So then you're saying, well, twins, we, you know, what if, what if life happens? Fine. Have a contingency plan, have a lead source that you can send leads to in the duration uh-huh. that you need to take off. That way you don't look like that, like, I'm no longer taking or also why the, why the harsh messaging on no longer taking orders? I don't know. What if it's like this pleasant, like, Hey guys, you know, life got crazy. I'm had a kid. <laughs> I'll be back when the kid turns 18. Uh, and just kind of be a pleasant, like, you know, I'm not taking orders now if you have to take a break. However, it is, and I'll say it, it is whiskey business to keep taking these really long breaks. as because it's, like you said, you have to go back and redo yeah. all that hard marketing that you spend a ton of time yeah. on. And it also creates with your customers, like they're not confident in you being there. Like if I have like two months, I want to do a baby shower order and you take a lot of breaks. My, my confidence is not necessarily with you if, I, if you're known for taking breaks a lot. So I probably would go to a baker who I, you know, is not, not there. <laughs> right. It's just, it's just hard. And as an audience, um, oh, if I, what? Sorry. Little email. Sweet pink olive. Adorable. <laughs> you gotta like those ones. <laughs> Better than the other ones. Not adorable. <laughs> uh, the core is working with, uh, Natalie of Sweet Pink Olive on the Easter, Easter set for three baskets, which I turned into transfers last night. Yeah, they were cute. You I like need it? you to email me the egg one. I'll just need it. Okay. okay. You see, I made them half size for you? Yeah, I thought they were adorable. They're so little. I made an inch size and a half size, but I'm going to give some transfer sheets away to the main group for free. Noise. You said carrot. You. I think a carrot's a good one. I a thought bunny? the egg is a good one. Okay. Would a bunny be a good one? A bunny bun. Because you put those on the back of those peep ones. Oh, that, oh that's yeah. super cute. Okay, perfect. I'll do that. Um, back to whiskey business. <laughs> What's our next topic? Our next topic is keeping your policies in place. And then it says in parentheses, be at reviews. Now, the- I know we harp on yeah. bad reviews. Yeah. The number one thing we see in the cookie group is like, I have so-and-so customer, they're doing this one-off thing. And then everyone's like, what does your policy say? And they'll be like, what policy, policy? what? <laughs> who, who is policy? And why have I never <laughs> yeah. met her? Oh, go ahead. It's <laughs> <laughs> a funny joke. <laughs> uh, yeah. So having your policies in place before you need them, a lot of us, a lot of policies have been been built from the embers that's left (laughs) after the fire of the burnt down business. So when we say policies in place, have them ready to go so that in the event that keys filed for you, US needs to say, hey, we have a no refund policy. I didn't have to say, well, you said, no, it said it on the website. By the way, I lost my little... uh, yeah, she Yeah, we needed that. Can I have an extra, extra key that doesn't work? <laughs> um, when it comes to policies, I'll see a lot of bakers be like, I've never had to, you know, enforce people paying before pickup. And then I'll see like them five months later, and it's like, finally, someone didn't show up for pickup. <laughs> yeah. So it's not if, it's when. That was also what we, the insurance agent told me all the time. Yeah. And then he said, buy an umbrella policy. And he said, whatever you just said sounds expensive and I'm out. <laughs> for that reason, <laughs> yeah. I'm out. Uh, but yeah, it's not if, it's when you. 
you'll have that late customer. You'll have that customer that said it tasted like soap. You'll have that customer that canceled at the day of their cookie class when their seat's ready mm-hmm. to go and there's no possible way you could mm-hmm. resell their ticket. It's going to happen. It's part of doing business and we don't want to do risky business. Now, if you say, well, I just don't know. Nothing ever wrong has happened to me, so I wouldn't know how to build one of these contracts. <laughs> Look in the Sugar Cookie Marketing Group, hashtag cookie contract. We crowdsourced one. Everyone's yeah. bad Everyone's issue. <laughs> and then we re- rewrote them to sound really pleasant because yeah. what, what I don't really like is a messaging like you will pay on time yeah when you can say like hey payments due at time of order to secure your spot i want to make sure that we get those cookies to you and that that date is solid so i don't accidentally sell it out for monday yeah so you can be a little cordial while also having your policies in place and it's just it's a more pleasant experience it people does. like to know what the it, rules are it, it is it is it saved me more than one time it saves us a lot on it cookie does. classes it does yeah um an emergency fund so i have hate I hate it when somebody doesn't want to refund somebody because they need that money and they've already spent it or life is hard or the bills, there's more bills at the month than there are, you know, dollars. And then you are in that really frantic spot where it is a do or die situation. Uh If you do refund this, bigger problems happen. Now, the way to kind of stop that, it's a version of tunneling where all you can see is like, oh no, oh no, oh no is to have an emergency fund in place. Now, to build up an emergency fund, I'm not saying like just put $3,000 aside right now. That's yeah. that's aggressive. <laughs> if you can, awesome. <laughs> if you can't, what if in every order you put $5 aside until you build up an emergency fund of 1000 2000 or $3,000? It is if you are one refund away from having to close your business uh-huh. and go back to get a job with an employer yeah. and a 9 to 5, you are running a very whiskey business. I have an emergency fund for my personal self and Corey and I have an emergency fund for the business. Yeah, I have one for my future. It's called my kid. <laughs> I better become a doctor. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not seeing it in our I think he's going to be a professional. I think he's going to be a librarian. <laughs> a librarian. Really? Yeah. He's going to work in IT and yeah. he's going to work in IT support. He said that when he is old, he wants to use all his retirement on getting as many cats as he can. IT support. I see, I'm <laughs> original, yes. <laughs> Tell him to take this little guy. <laughs> um, but yeah, have an emergency fund in place. Have it building. You will have to use it. Mm-hmm. You may have to use it. That's what it's for. Uh, I like whether or not you like Dave Ramsey. I really do like the, like listening to the call-in. Yeah. Um, a lot of people create this emergency fund and then never use it because they don't want to touch it. Like, no, no, it's meant when your oven, like what will floor your business is if your oven goes yeah. out. One, it's how you produce. <laughs> and two, it's an expensive part to replace. Yeah. So I would have an emergency fund in both my personal stash and business stash to go to an oven replacement. Consider having an emergency fund. What are other big things? Uh, big things like a lot of people, we, we have laptops that we do our our stuff on if that crashed or something Mm -hmm. you know all those photos everything like that you would need to get that stuff back yeah and unfortunately we are just a fleshy squishy thing around a hard thing we are flesh and bone and if you break your wrist or if you have to do carpal tunnel surgery it'll put you on your butt yeah and you won't be able to produce so that emergency fund could cover this lack of income for a certain Uh amount of time it breaks my heart when we see people like i can't refund this um you know i've already spent the money and i already spent it on order and i do not have the money to refund and now it's easy to judge those people be like well you don't have 45 bucks you know some people don't life is expensive and inflation is taking no prison Oh, oh my I, soul. Where did we go to eat? We had to just we have a moment. Siam Bistro. Love me some Pad Thai, but they gave us the check. Also, I think we went to IHOP and you and I were I like. IHOP yesterday. Guys, first off. 
Here's this iPad. Heather calls it the secret I'm, iPad. I'm, I'm, it's no because longer mine. nobody it was can mine. find it. And literally, no one, not even corporate, could find <laughs> corporate it. <laughs> rules were out the door. Everything looked like it was homemade. This used to be my favorite iHop, but it was um, not to dog. But if you go to Ross like I do, which I love Ross, I just peruse. I let Ross yeah. find me. Ross has to find you. You can't go into Ross wanting something. No. It has to want you. Right. It'll jump out and grab you by your ankle mm-hmm. and you'll drag it to that long line. And stand <laughs> yeah. in it. So anyways, when you go to the Ross yeah, there's a straw section. You'll know. If you know, you know. Yeah. And they have like a box of 100 straws. Turtle kiln straws, right? Yeah. <laughs> so we go to the IHOP and, you know, the waitress is like, can I have Diet Coke because it's all I drink? I have no healthy habits. She's like, absolutely. Would you guys like a straw? Yes, I would. You're thinking the little straw where you can go. Yeah, like a little paper like, straw thing. Point it at something? Yeah. No, no, no. She brings out the Ross straw box. And shakes it. Almost trying to unlodge one to come out. Which, if this was a mom and pop shop, by all means, give me a raw straw box. But an IHOP? <laughs> IHOP. Like International House of Pancakes and Straws? <laughs> give me the breakfast sample. <laughs> it, it was a wild crazy. experience. Uh, it, it was a red flag that on the door, it said the fire marshal I have said never seen that, that this is a burning fire watch building. <laughs> right. Like they had to do some major repairs to the system, but hadn't, yeah. but they weren't allowed to take this paper or penalty of prison. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I said, I don't know if this is a good sign. I was like, well, come on, let's go get it. It was a sign and it wasn't a good one. <laughs> and it was stuck to the door, irremovable. Just like the syrup was stuck to the syrup container as well. Like, do I expect, I love IHOP. Yeah, but that one was That was crazy. a wild experience. Why are we talking about it oh i don't know emergency fund oh yeah what's the next one i don't know how that i do not know how that sorry guys i just we need i have made an emergency fund for their straws (laughs) they need to do they are some problem away from closing but even then if we look at ihop imagine how many people are being turned off to going to eat with that giant fire department sign in the front likely whatever it takes to fix that costs money and likely there is no money. Uh-huh. Uh, so having that emergency fund, I, it'll let you breathe easier. It'll let you breathe nicer. I know that I was saying it was easy to judge people, but life is expensive and inflation is expensive. Yeah, and, and then I hop and got then the price is outrageous. It, oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah and as, as we see that economy is kind of squeezy, we've got high inflation. I don't even know what the I don't even think the economy knows what the economy is doing. Yeah. But as we kind of see that, you're going to see people with less and less margin, less and less emergency fund. Uh-huh. So if you can start saving that now, future you will be like, oh my goodness, when you really do need it. Right. Uh, not an emergency fund, buying an eddy. That, that would not, just be cool. That's not an emergency. <laughs> I don't know. I think it was my emergency. I think it's an emergency, but I don't have <laughs> yeah. one right now. Uh, but things that are emergencies, fridge, appliances going out that, that allow you to do the car that you use to make deliveries. That unhappy more. customer who's going to leave you one star. Yeah, it'll cost you a lot more. So think of it in terms of an emergency one. Not having it will it cost you more. Yeah. And you won't. That's still. You're trying to make the Eddie work. It's not going to make it work. They're We're like, well, I would make out. more if I had an Eddie. So it's <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Uh, password management. Okay. Low hanging fruit. I know we talk about it no, a lot. It's, it, if there's whiskey business out there, that one that okay, we can I all talk about right more. now, one, there's scams going on all the time. Yes. Constantly. A lot of them are contingent on you giving your password away, but there is one I have got I to know talk which one about. You're yeah. say. Giveaways. Contest. Yes. Giveaways. Yep. Raffle. Using so, the word giveaway yeah. in a post on will, Facebook. on your Facebook page, will like almost like it's a sunbeam down onto the hackers to see your page. They'll recreate your page. What I think is happening is that there are scripts running constantly combing through Facebook to look for the keyword raffle giveaway. And hackers. Remember, uh, like I put ha- like hackers in there. Oh, like, yeah. If please. you use, <laughs> if you say my account's been hacked, you'll also summon the same thing. But this one weird one with contests and giveaways is so interesting because it is so tempting. Yeah. What happens is you 
fun business owner reached a thousand likes on Facebook to pay into your audience and make them feel loved, respected, and heard. You say, I'm doing a giveaway. Uh, if anyone comments in the comment section below, I almost think it has to include the giveaway and a requirement to comment. Yeah. Uh, the comments are where it gets dead. Like, so what happens is instantly, as soon as the post goes up, your page, your business page is replicated up to five times. Yeah, I've that's seen. what we're saying. All of the pages, all they look exactly like It's your you. profile picture and your business name. Uh-huh, and it happens so fast, you're not going to know what happens. What they do is they go to your comment section and every one of your clients that genuinely entered that contest, they'll say, you won. Message me right now. Click on my profile to message me for details. What happens in the DMs is I think they try to get your audience hacked by doing something with, I'm not sure, no one's ever really gotten that far. A way to stop it. Corey and I found this last week as an option on our Facebook page is that you can say the only people who can comment on my posts are profiles that have liked my page for more than the last 24 hours. Yeah. Interesting. However, right now, I wouldn't even whisk it. I wouldn't even use the word giveaway. So what we do is like, want to snag a free cookie class ticket? And then use non-common phrases. Or if you want to do giveaway, put it in the picture. Yes, and that's have what it in the mm-hmm. image, but do not use those words in your business page for now. Yeah, um, and if you do, immediately change that setting to be people who've liked my page longer than twenty four hours. Which I assume that setting's got to be related. I'm sure, but it, once those pages are created, you can't go change your post and take the word giveaway out. It doesn't delete those pages. You can only report those pages at that point. Yeah, and now you've got a huge cleanup. Who knows how long that's going to take? And that's also going to create a ton of audience confusion because your audience is getting replied to by what yeah. they think is you. It's it's a you. genius hack. I know. It is horrifying. It's yeah. happening to a lot of people. So back to password management. All, this is the reason why we do not delete these posts, even though they do seem repetitive in the group. People are constantly being scammed. And the ways that these scammers are working is getting more and more believable. This, hey, we've got a copyright violation. Mm, yeah. Back there. If yeah. you knew you didn't do copyright, yeah. you'd be <laughs> yeah. worried about it. You got a copyright violation. Click here to uh, counter this or your page will be deactivated in 48 yeah. hours. Well, the natural thing is if knee-jerk response, you panic, you don't do any research, you click on it, it's asking you to confirm a few details. And guess what? You're now locked yeah. out of your account. Password managers uh, are great. LastPass is the one I've typically recommended. However, they've been a little sketch lately, and you don't necessarily want your password manager to be sketch. No, no. Yeah. Yeah, they ended up getting hacked. Lied about how intense it was. Turns out the hackers were able to get the entire database of people. However, you can't get LastPass to tell you who it was. And they said, well, if you listened to us and had your master password be complicated, they likely won't ever get access. So Bitwarden, I think password one are great options. Just however, using the same password 50 times uh, is not is yes. not the move. When I, my little sister is watching my older sister's house, which is where we are. As soon as I walk in, she said, craziest thing. Someone in Egypt logged into my Facebook. I said, well, change your password. And she said, I don't know it. I said, well, welcome to Egypt. <laughs> what do you want to do? So really having password managers, password managers really recommend. They help you never use the same password twice. Yeah. They help you create very hard to brute force attack is what's called mm-hmm. uh, type passwords. And it keeps a log so you don't have to remember these really complicated yeah, passwords. So you can have LastPass. I still swear by it. LastPass on your computer and your phone. So when I go to sign in something on my phone, I'm not having to remember this 10-character long thing. That it's is like, the paid membership, though. The, oh, the paid membership. You can, as long as it's on a single device, you can have the free membership. Oh. I like it on both because I just show I my face, too. and it will just put the password in there. <laughs> Crazy. And I do like this feature of paid LastPass. It's $36 for the year. I have, I have paid for it. And again, LastPass, let me tell you, do your research. They're sketch. I will stick with them. I do have a complex master password that I updated recently. If you have I'm a... I'm going to need to yeah. do that. 
but when you pay, you have this thing for your posthumous access to your so blog. You pass away. Yeah. So if I pass away, I've actually set you and one other person. Who's one you, other person? I think it was Nate. Like or Nathan. Like, I don't know. I, I think <laughs> I need it too. Even- you are. So what Corey can do is she can. She can request my login to my entire password vault because we share a business, yeah. so it's important that she has it. I have seven days to say, no, she's not allowed access to it. In the event that I'm incapacitated and can't stop it, I trust her enough to get access to that so it'll release in seven days. So I just have to keep her away from her computer for seven days. Seven days. days. That's all you got to <laughs> do. Got it. Got you can go pay our taxes. <laughs> go ahead. I would hate for you to get that login to the VEC. Uh, but yeah, password managers will really protect you from the inevitable hack. It happens all the time. And I am pretty strict on my password management and password use. And I still have had compromised credit cards and debit cards and accounts and stuff like that. If you are on Facebook or Instagram, I wonder if TikTok does it. I think they do. You need to turn on the two-factor authentication. That's going to save you loads and loads of trouble if someone does end up hacking your accounts. Um, when something's hacked, uh, it almost like sends this flag to Facebook to be like, we've seen some suspicious well, activity. Somebody said Facebook kicked Egypt out. Oh, really? But that means her password is still compromised. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And he got, or he or she got as far along during the process, that had some or even got notified, which means they had wow. access to her account. What we always will let you do in the Sugar Cookie Marketing Facebook group is ask if something is a hack. I want you to say, is this a scam before you click on anything? So I know someone's like, I've seen these posts a billion times. It's so annoying. Well, it's not annoying for the person that's going through it. And the more awareness we can bring to it, like the Susan Reeds of the world, oh, yeah. the better it is for all us bakers. Yeah, and nothing... Nothing is more heartbreaking than seeing that profile you curated and grew. And if you know how the algorithm is so unforgiving Mm -hmm. and you got that followership and people are, you know, buying from you and then you lose it all. You got to start from scratch. And it is a wild uh, ride. And it'll break some people. It does. does. Uh, That's a rough one. So use a password manager if you don't like the one that we recommend or don't recommend. Find another one if you don't like that. I know some people are going to be like, why? Keep them in my head. Don't, Don't do that. I have a head too. I know how they work. They don't work well. (laughs) (laughs) They are not a vault. So, and the password manager that last pass, and I'm sure the other ones do it too, does an audit and you can have it say like, Hey, here's the weak passwords. Here's passwords that we think are too old Uh that you need to update. And here's passwords that we think you need to make more complex Mm. because of what Mm. the credentials behind them. Don't you guys go stealing my Roth IRA I just opened. (laughs) I don't even know what I'm doing. (laughs) Maybe you guys can invest it better for me. Uh, But yeah, that is our whiskey business. That's our list. That was your list. Wow. Did you like it? Yeah. Mm -hmm. We've been talking for... 37 minutes. Wow. Okay. Yeah. Keep going. <laughs> Keep on going. So we have some Facebook lives coming up. I'm going to actually pull my phone because I'm not in front of my computer today. Mm. And I think you guys are going to really like these. I added them all last week. So one year of bookkeeping in one day using QuickBooks Online with Andrea Forte, who is, uh, she works for an accounting firm. I'm not sure really? what it requires. She's an accountant or a CPA or something, but she's like, yeah, she does this all the time. Uh, my accountant makes us use QuickBooks and I don't like Heather it. Heather hates it. And Corey's never looked at it. It just seems clunky, but she's going to tell us before tax day how to do or how to handle nice. our bookkeeping, which I know bookkeeping and taxes and accounting are a bit different. So I, I'll be watching that live. Be sure. watching the live. The SIFT app for managing admin stuff with Emily Redamozo. 
I did want to bring that up. If you have something, we don't necessarily allow straight up sales in the Facebook group. Great point. I know where you're going. But if you have something, you're like, I really think this could help a baker in some sort of thing. I happen to sell it. If you do a Facebook live and add some value, not just a straight up sales post, um, where you're just like, hey guys, want to buy a watch? I want you to show you show it how it can help the bakers in the end. And then at the very end, say, hey, you can buy it from here. Yeah, give a little, get a little. So if you got into the group and you're like, well, I tried to sell something and those little bees deleted it. Um, yeah, you got you to give before you get. And a great way to do that in just one fell swoop I told my mom that it's not one swell swoop. You know, I like one swell swoop a little it's bit. It's not. More. I had I said it and you know, like you type it and then your computer's like, idiot, this is spelled yeah. wrong. And I was like, how could one swell swoop be spelled wrong? It's, it's a swell swoop. A it's swell a really swoop sounds like a something swooping really swelly. aggressively. Yeah. Like you that was that was a that was a swoop and you did swell. It's well. a swell swoop. You swell swoop. Uh turns out like when you cut down a tree, it's called one a felled fell. tree. Because so it felled over. A one fell swoop means you cut down the tree in one swing. Oh, the tree fell over. Okay. So, got it. Why are we talking about this? This I is not my like, space, and now I'm getting distracted. Yeah, There's things right, going on in this right. beautiful house. We haven't eaten at the Olive Garden yet, is why. <gasps> yeah, We are running you on E, man. Diet Cokes and dreams. And I did have a cookie. And hope. Oh, yeah, one of the cookies. Out, out, oh, the Sift one is March 7th. The QuickBook ones is this Saturday at 5. And then on March 8th, there's the Allergy-Friendly Baking Basics with Kim Sims. So there's that one. That'll be at two. Then we have, and now here's a great example of the uh, uh, National Food Conference. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Wova. Lisa. Wova is a platform. Wova. That they, like our podia, is there Wova? Wova. <laughs> so Lisa Kurvitz is with them. She's actually a book writer. She made Homemade for Sale. But she, she said, hey, I would like to promote the conference, mm-hmm. which is paid. How can I do this? And I said, you can add value. So she said, I'll teach two lives. I'll teach them how to get the most value out of the food conference. And then I'm going to teach them Girl Power, Five Ways Women Thrive in Cottage Food Businesses. Mm-hmm. Lisa is a book writer about cottage food businesses. She's published. I think they even have a Udemy class. Um, so they know their way, her and her husband. And they're planning the food conference that'll be at the beginning of April, which Corey and I are actually speaking We're at. We're speaking so at it. You're going to get more of this high-pitched voice. That now, so she's doing Girl Power on March 15th. On March 22nd, the next week, she's doing Insider Tips to Get the Most Out of the National Food Conference. What a great way to give and get. Yes. Um, and then you can sign up or learn more about that. I think it was pretty affordable. Last time we spoke at it, I think it was $20. I think it's so. It's a pretty new conference if you hadn't heard of it. It just started in 2020, I think maybe 2021, but it's new and they're constantly adding value. Uh, so look at the lineup, see if it fits into your budget yeah. and your knowledge And we'll needs. see you there. Yeah. And then we have a cookie club. A cookie collab. Yeah, guys. Heather was late on posting it, but we are large and in charge and we are going to do a Meet the Baker collab. And that is featuring you. So we do, do that a co- podcast on how to squeeze the most value. Oh, out of that's a good collab. one. So the cookie collab is March 24th and Corey is right go on Gwen so how it is it's featuring you we really either want you to get in front of the camera you can do a video or you can just do a photo but we want to put a face to a name so your audience wants to support you so we want them to see who they're supporting you'll see your engagement go up on a post like that especially if you haven't done one in a while or done one at all Um, but I like to do them every quarter if I can you know if I get a good photo of myself which is rare you know somebody in the comments and Corey and I will talk about how to squeeze the most out of this but she was like hey i'm she's like it's taken a lot for me to just get in front of a camera mm-hmm. does the copy have to be about i said the copy can be about everything but you will see an in, a remarkable increase 
one fell swoop increase in your engagement when people see your faces. There's something about the human brain that likes to see other human brains. You know, and I hate getting in front of the camera. I literally do hate it. But there's such a positive aspect to it that I will take a shower and do my hair just to put my face in front of a camera. Yeah. It is rough. Corey made me shower today. It was against my will, and I was upset. <laughs> but I did. Um, and then here we are, me complaining about it. Um, that said, that is a great... Collabs are fun. They're not only a challenge to put yourself in front of the yeah. camera, but it's also an entire group of people engaging with you who are also taking on the challenge. So I will say that the the back and forth engagement happens on Instagram, but I would right. really encourage you to post that photo still to Facebook your website to your Google business profile, get as much juice and runway out of you. Oh, I've been active today. Apple watch Uh, get as much runway out of it as you can. So right now, and I think we have a, about only 40 to 50% people actually show up, but interested is 166 and we're still a month away from the date. I can't believe it's the last day of February. I know. And it's also a shorty month. Shorty. It is short. It is short. Um, my stomach's going to growl because we haven't got an altar. So <laughs> if you hear that, pretend it's a cat. Uh, but yeah, so that's the second amazing part component of a collab is that the people who participate in the collab with you go and engage with your content and you'll engage with their content Corinne. I'll break it down more. Um, however, what are the clouds that we did? We did a Susan Reed collab. We did a Susan Reed collab. Christmas in July. Favorite. Collab. We did, uh, what's another one? Main street collab. Oh, we did a feature yourself. Like, so you made your logo into yeah, a, big that was a good collab. collab. And then we did a glow up collab where I was yeah. and then recreated yeah. my first cookie. I think that's all the ones we've done. We try is. to do it. Like we said a quarter Don't. now it's every half a year. <laughs> we do it once in a while. <laughs> so those are the upcoming Facebook lives, which I think you're really going to like. I've wanted to add some Facebook oh, lives as well. One that we did was you had to bake a cookie or something for someone who means something oh, yeah, to you in your life. Oh, yeah, Christmas. <laughs> yeah, that was a good one. That was a good one. I think it was around Thanksgiving, if I'm honest. It was Christmas because I took it to yeah, seasons. seasons 52. That was a good one. See, look, maybe we did do every other quarter. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, maybe we did. <laughs> Twice a year. Once. One time. Uh, that takes us through our upcoming Facebook lives and group stiff. Mm-hmm. The next up, I did want to touch on the cookie class kits. I think we've talked about it every week now. Corey's um, like, I will hard. I may not sell cookies because I don't <laughs> want to sell those, but I will sell you cookie class. The Easter set. Tell me that was not the cutest okay. thing I sent Yesterday to you. Yesterday she sent it to me. It is stupid cute. It is a bunny head. It's a cute bunny head, flopped over ear. It is a bunny foot. It is a bunny foot. That it is a bunny popping favorite. out of a plant. It's ears popping out of a clay pot. Oh, okay, right. that's kind of what I said. Yeah. And you just change that every egg. word. An egg. An egg that's decorated. Yeah, and a flower. And a flower. Are we missing one thing? I feel like we are. Yes, come on. Come carrot. On. Carrot. It's yep. the cutest carrot I've ever seen. Heather ate the carrot. It puts today. the care in carrot. It does. But you can get a cookie class kit. What is it? Does it sound like a DIY kit? It does, but it's not. What it is, is done for you cookie classes. We do the promo photos. We do everything. Just add dough, icing, and you. You're the secret ingredient. <laughs> Your smile will make all the difference. But in reality, it is not far from that weird sales pitch we just did without the jingle. Everything you need 
to teach a cooking class, you just have to secure your own venue. Yeah. So I hate making icing. So all, you'll have the most is ever four colors. One will always be white because we are about that But how that do I white. know what colors to buy? No, no, no. We give you the shop list. Again, Corey and I are taking the very class that we're that you can buy to go teach over there. And we're teaching it also to our local audience. And they're eating it up. I'm eating it up, man. Somebody said, could we add a third Easter class? I was like, no. No way. No, I no, don't. I'm French on my laziness copyright. <laughs> <laughs> I cannot fulfill your order. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, this is a really cute class. I think we'll have it ready. You know. Yeah. Ready on Friday. That's what I'm going to do tomorrow. Or maybe on Monday. Maybe. We're really trying to have it ready to go so you guys have plenty of time to promote it. However, if you sign up for the cookie class kits or the cookie college, both of them include these cookie class kits, you get everything we've actually already posted, which is a January class, a February class, and a March spring class, meaning you could teach that March really spring could. class right really now. The, ve- the February class is very Valentine's. It is. And the January class is snow-based. So I know a lot of you guys are covered in snow. The day you guys had two feet of snow, we had 80-degree weather. I know. Uh, so Corey and I are working on a summer class. <laughs> we'll get to a summer We're class. We're at Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> so it's a really neat thing. And the cookie college, since we get to see how those members actually implement it, yeah. a lot of people are just having a blast making money hands over fast they're making money and they're having fun doing it because at the end of a cookie class nobody cared what you did as a teacher they cared what they did yeah so if you are just a beginner decorator you can do this and i post uh how-to tutorials to our instagram for each cookie (laughs) right and then i create a coloring sheet i create a transfer sheet if it's required in the class uh corey creates a shop list we create a promotional schedule an email drip campaign the event copy social media copy social media post and promo photos wow i mean there's even a lot i'm not mentioning because it's getting a little longer the tooth and feels like a long you can get it on one swell swoop one swell swoop it's the swellest of all the swoops (laughs) at thecookiecollege.com uh and you can learn more about the other uh options we have we have the cookie college which includes every membership that we have including itself so that's probably the most robust it's the biggest bang for the buck you get everything for less um, if you pay just a little bit more, see what we did there, popcorn priced right up. Amen. But if you say, hey, girls, I don't care about marketing and sales. I just really want to teach cookie classes. Everything else is dialed in for me. I love you. I love you. Besties, you can do the cookie class kits membership. That's 63. Includes just the cookie class kits, which are very comprehensive. And the minute you sign up, you can download everything and then cancel. Yeah. And if you say, you know what, I'm just not ready to deep dive into all that. I'm just starting out. We have the Better Business Bureau basic. <laughs> Baker's <laughs> Business Basics. And it is 13 foundational courses that, frankly, if you don't have them dialed in, nothing else will make much sense to you anyways. You can't even sign up for that yearly because we don't think you should be in it for longer than a month or two. But it gives you enough time to get through these very, very basic concepts to make sure that when we do say Instagram collab, you know exactly what we mean, why we say it, and how to set that up. All right. Let's move over to our sponsors. I got to start this one off. Okay. I got the brand new AE Core Backers. And guys, oh my goodness, it is the white super matte. So it is no texture. It is smooth all over. It is just this gorgeous white. So if you have polar white, there is a little texture on it. Usually when I take a photo, you can't actually see the texture, especially after it's edited. But if you were doing a close-up photo, you might be able to see some of the texture. What this white matte does is it is smooth all over and it's matte. So it's not going to reflect a ton of light. Um, and then in edit, you can make it super bright white, but it is definitely a white. I want to your new face. It is. It but is. what about polar wine? Yeah, I, that's the textured one. I like it textured. What do you mean textured? If you look on the very surface, you can oh, feel like grit? just a tinge bit of texture. And yeah. you don't want texture at all. 
But you know, I mean, I mean, you can't honestly see it. You've okay. seen every photo that I've taken yeah. on white backdrop is on polar white. Yeah. So you've never seen but it. But you seem so stoked about this thing that's very similar. Because someone said like they were taking a very close up and they could see the texture. This does away with the whole mm. thing. Oh yeah. If you're doing macro yeah. photography, you can you're gonna see be able it there. To yeah. Again, it could be vibe. You know, if you wanted it. I know. But so having one. options, if you have money to spend, if you have money to burn, because your emergency fund is funded. But you can save 20% by using code SUGARCOOKIE at checkout. Nice. And that white mat one, I have used it all week, and I love it. I love it. okay. Yeah. Okay, okay. Cooking with fire. She actually had a mat version back in the day, and then they were like, yeah, we aren't happy with the white, how it's coming off, so we're taking it out of production. And then she just brought it back. They got happy with the white. They did. They did. All right. It's the swelliest swoop of whites, apparently. And it's from, sorry, did I say A-Core backers? Yeah. Fifty times, but okay. My bad, my bad. I'm very hungry. So aecorebackers.com is a website where you can find that, but uh, they're actually in the Facebook group, so you can also search for that and see how other people are using their backdrops before you commit. Yeah, hashtag aecorebackers on Instagram. You can just see Instead of having to drive to your older sister's luxury, all white (laughs) and gray kitchen, you know what somebody told us on TikTok? Hmm. They said that unfortunately millennials... The word that we're millennial gray, that's the color we keep yes. buying. And they say, look at your house, millennials, you're gray. You bought everything gray and now it looks sad. Ashley's house is very gray. And it's very neutral, which makes it very easy for photos. Not as easy I for podcasts. I don't know. You know what? If my house looked like this, I'd be happy. I'd be so stoked. Yeah. But I, we had to drive out here. And if you gray, don't want to drive to Ashley's house, you can get an A-Core backer to replace <laughs> yeah. your polar white. Uh, to re- Yeah. It's like it's like a kitchen remodel in a box. Yeah. Basically. And, mm-hmm. and a fraction of the price. So moving on to our next sponsor, it is... Eduardo. Eduardo. It's a direct-to-food printer. I know I was dogging on him with the emergency fund. He's so tempting. And he ain't cheap. The man's 30000 Oh, 3000 30, It's on sale. It's on sale for three. <laughs> Get him on is $3,000. I know Canadians have that conversion right there. It makes it seem a lot more. Uh, I think, yeah, uh-huh. man, just that, yeah, that shipping is crazy. Mm-hmm. But Eddie is by a company that is pretty phenomenal uh, called Primera. Primera created Eddie, the edible printer. They're printing manufacturer company and suddenly somebody went rogue and said let's have fun yeah uh no offense let's to the other primary printer and eddie like Wait, a person it's like cv 500d yeah blah 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 and then it's like eddie yeah on their website your your best boyfriend yet yeah it's like as if <laughs> i had a had an office party and then they came up with the idea and launched it <laughs> in an hour uh but eddie is a direct food printer which means yeah it prints directly on food the same way your hp prints directly on paper but it uses the same color as food coloring as your airbrush colors mm. so it's edible you don't even have to think about it it is so crazy if you don't believe us i didn't believe it when mark called us years ago and said hey guys have you ever heard of eddie uh no yeah. <laughs> is he cute do i need to know <laughs> is, is he, he single, single? <laughs> <laughs> so uh check them out at eddie printer users group on facebook one you'll be inspired two you'll see everyone asking every question under the sun because people are constantly pushing eddie to his limits and primera says wait let us help let us push out a product uh you know patch uh that'll allow eddie to do this now he's printing on donuts now he's printing on Uh m&ms now he's printing on chips and salsa and all this crazy stuff (laughs) chips and salsa put it in my belly yeah i'm just so hungry every time i say a food piece my stomach grows a little bit more i'm talking louder so you can't hear Next up. Next up is a meringue powder called Royal Batch. I actually just made a batch last night, and it was so silky smooth. The cookies you ate, Heather, that was just my last batch of Royal Batch. Oh, really? Yeah. It was so, it was savor it was so every bite. easy to work with. It's like silk was coming it out swoop? of the piping bag. Was it a fell swoop? It was like swell swoop working in a piping bag. It was fantastic. So 
Summer said, I'm ready to go to lunch. Okay, sweet. Our little sister, in exchange for letting us break into our older sister's house, we're taking the little one to lunch as a bribe. That's a bribe to tell my older sister we were not here. (laughs) (laughs) But this royal batch is made by a company called Bakety Bake, and she is a cookier and said, you know what? I think I can do this whole meringue powder a little bit better. So what it does, it already has vanilla in it. It has white food coloring in it, so it whips up bright white, and it has corn syrup in it. If you like even a softer bite, you can add more to it, but it has been just a God for me. He loves it. I I crave eating it. Yeah. I don't I don't have to add so much to it like I used to. Like if you're you know, wondering what the recipe is that Corey uses, uh just it's on the back of the bag. It came with the bag. So my weird scientific you can't have my icing thing. <laughs> now like she gave it to me. Right. People always say like on Corey's little viral Instagrammy things, where's what's the recipe? It's on the back of the bag of <laughs> yeah, the bag. I don't know. You gotta just go buy hey, it. If it ain't broke, don't fix it. It tastes great, it works great and people love it. And you can save did you do the discount code? Oh no, you can use the code twins to save 10%. So I actually buy it in the five pound bag version and I saved the pouch from the one pound bag. I like the one pound to, to scoop out. I wonder of. if people who've listened to this podcast are tired of this. I think she's been a podcast sponsor since the dawn of she time. She has. Like, but we you better like not every be... week. It's like a new thing that you take the one pound bag and the five pound bag. And I'm getting scientific in my house, man. <laughs> yeah. I, I like that. Because you seem so exuberant. I love it. We talked about it. Every time times. I make it, I'm like, oh my god, I love oh, it. I just love it. And it's on the back. Of the bag. <laughs> Still on the back. Of the bag, Guys, guys. I'm passionate about rolling match. What can I say? Do you have a twin dress? I was thinking about it. Do you have one so you can do take mine? I have a twin dress. I'm trying to think about that. I now. know. I just got acquired. You know what? Tiny Cloud is like you guys talk a lot about buying stuff on the podcast and she's like yeah i don't have the fomo if anything it builds stress i want to tell you that this is the only thing we look forward to this and lunch on th- tuesdays it, my life is sad. don't buy what we buy just let us test for you if we thought it was a good purchase or not when was she talking about our skincare purchases uh, i got botox Oh, I ran yeah, out and got Botox. Thing. So the podcast last week, we we're talking about skincare and Corey made me raise my eyebrows runs out Rain. that afternoon one okay one i've only gone to botox twice it's not cheap. It's not. Wow. Your eyebrow. It's not it's going yet. away. But it's a little hit. bit. It takes two weeks for it to hit. Uh-huh. Um, when you get Botox done, this is something I learned. You <laughs> cannot go lay down. Oh. <laughs> you have got to stay facing you want upward that for not four to hours. In the other direction. Yeah. They don't want it to go down into your eye sockety area and then to have your eyelid no, not. If work. you're saying, girls, are you literally injecting poison into your face? Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. And 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 you know what? I wouldn't have to if life was less lifey. Stressful. Yeah. <laughs> if uh, I didn't have to raise these these brows up. <laughs> I kinda I'll be honest, I've it's going to be a part of my routine. I'm going to budget for it uh-huh. ahead of time. I use YNAB to make sure my I told Liz, Botox budget. I'll see you when this wears off in about three she, to four. Yeah. Unfortunately, maybe Corey and I have Zeus-like forehead yes. muscles because they keep saying like, hey, this could last six months, but it could also I'm only last I'm really trying three. to focus on I not being I literally try to be lesser. Like when somebody cuts me off, I'm like, oh, no. <laughs> Darn it. When my husband doesn't clean the kitchen. Oh, no. Or he says something crazy. I'm like, ah, that's wild. Yeah, but I feel young. Can I tell you what I Nate said to me last you said? Can I tell you what Nate yeah. said to me? He said, you look younger now than when we first got together. I would be like, I'll be back. I don't <laughs> Botox. Can you? I, the man doesn't even know I had Botox. Can't tell him. He would just die if he knew oh, I injected crazy. something to my body. Is he just sucking up? I don't know. Oh, Summer's coming down. Let's sister. tune this up. Summer, would you like to say something on yeah, the yeah, podcast? You big old clunker. <laughs> <laughs> so 
come, come wrap us up in the podcast. Tell us one thing this week that you purchased that has made your life an incremental better you think. It's but called, also, if it wasn't good, you need to tell them it's it It's a twin trust. So whatever interested you can be anything. But Very you close to the mic. I am absolutely obsessed with skincare, and Heather introduced me to a thing called slugging. I was in oh. Target the other day, and they came out with this new brand, which I do not know the name of, but you can't miss the packaging. It's bright pink and red, and it's all about slugging, and it gives you different steps. Uh-huh. A first is a facial mist, then a moisturizer, and then the actual Lock it balm. In. And I bought two of them, and I'm obsessed, and I think it's going to change my life. (laughs) This is why we buy stuff. Because Summer will be like, this changed my life. That's why I have my new Awala with a handle. (laughs) Okay, guys, that takes us to the end of the podcast. Um, Sorry for the different venue. Or maybe we liked it. I don't know. Do we need to sneak back here more often? (laughs) Every Tuesday. The cat was absolutely outrageous for the first 20 minutes. Bunkered out. He ate cookies. He ate cutters. <laughs> then he just decided to make up a game. Okay, guys, we'll let you guys go. Thank you so much. Always. Thank you.